We're going to go down that first base hole once again. The name Garrett Cooper, a familiar name. Not Cecil Cooper, I wish. Garrett Cooper. That name has been thrown out there. We'll get to that. Who's going to unseat the Milwaukee Brewers in the NL Central? If anybody, maybe this team. We'll talk about all that coming up next here on this edition of Lockdown Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Hope you're all getting set for a big weekend here in Wisconsin. I know the Packers game is going to go on 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 Saturday, but I hope you take a couple of more minutes here in this football crazy to state that we got a baseball team that needs some TLC as well, the Milwaukee Brewers and the first base job has been on the minds of a lot of people out there because they see a big gaping hole. I've thrown out a bunch of names. We'll address Garrett Cooper coming up here in a little bit. Also on the show, are you going to be able to watch your Milwaukee Brewers on TV? Are we all going to? We'll get we'll get into that coming up here because there seems to be some rumblings. People fearful about that. And could the Cincinnati Reds unseat the Brewers? People are talking about the Cardinals, maybe the Cubs. Watch out for the Reds. All that coming up here on this edition of Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, first year, second year host now. Second year, going my second year of Lockdown Brewers. Longtime sportscaster in the great state of Wisconsin, the Milwaukee area. Great to be a part of Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. You get us on Google, Spotify, Apple. Run all the major downloads because we're the number one brewer podcast because of you great brewer fans out there. But please go to YouTube as well. Go to YouTube, search Locked On Brewers, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell, and that'll alert you every time we drop an episode here on Locked On Brewers. All right, this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time, I'm a big fan of Game Time. I'll tell you about what I did with Game Time a short time ago, but download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code Locked On, L O C K E D O N, for 20 bucks off your first purchase on. Locked on the game time app. All right. Garrett Cooper is the latest name thrown out Joey Votto earlier in the week. Now Garrett Cooper, 33 years at the old at this point. Doesn't have a lot of power, but the baseball experts seem to think at Amfan Field he could bop out 20 to 25 home runs. All right. Not a and that's a power hitting spot, that first base spot. He's an adequate, decent defender at first base. He's 33 at this point. Um, not been real healthy during his major league career. Not real healthy. That seems to bother me. Not a you know, not real power guy. Not wanted by the San Diego Padres after they traded for him. The Marlins traded uh, Cooper to, to the Padres, and then they decided not to resign him. Now he's a free agent. He's still out there. Now, there also be a theory out there where the Brewers should sign Cooper and Carlos Santana. Like the, the Carlos Santana, you know, he's just going to end up in Milwaukee somehow. There's just been too many, too many arrows pointing in the direction of Carlos Santana back to the Milwaukee Brewers. I wish this was Carlos Santana ten years ago, but signing two guys to replace one guy at first base. This is where we are with the Milwaukee Brewers at this point. Um, how about just signing instead of signing two players? Okay, can't we just sign one? Can we just sign? Can we just sign Reese Hoskins and call it a day at first base? Now, any move the Brewers make, obviously, 
Matt Arnold's got to run it through the big guy. Mark Antanasio. Y'all know this. We're not dumb. Any move that the Brewers make, Mark Antanasio's got to give his stamp of approval. And if he wants two guys to replace whoever's at first base, we've been trying to replace that position for the last 13 years, I believe. That's the way we're going to go. Matt Arnold might say, hey, I want Reese Hoskins at two years, $36 million. But if Antanasio says, I ain't paying that much for this guy, there's nothing you can do about it because Mark Antanasio's writing the checks. But Garrett Cooper, he's where we're down to at this point. And if we got to go the Garrett Cooper route, okay. If we got to re-sign Carlos Santana, I think a lot of you are on board with Santana. Seems like more of you are on board with re-signing Santana than bringing Joey Votto. I don't know if that's just because of past history. Uh, we don't like Joey Votto, but yeah, I'm okay with Garrett Cooper. Is it going to cause me to go out, cash out the 401k and spend $5,000 on, on an 81-game package for the Milwaukee Brewers? No. No. But it's an improvement over at first base over what they have right now with Jake Bowers. And I, if it means signing Cooper... And Carlos Santana, I guess this is where we got to go. I would say disappointing, but okay. Underwhelming would be it. The, underwhelming would be the word for that. Not disappointing, underwhelming. Reese Hoskins, I still would prefer you shell out two years, $36 million for that guy. And, of course, you have Santana. You could DH him, I guess, and Cooper. Maybe you could DH him sometime you know, or whatever. You could mix and match whatever Pat Murphy, whoever his plan is going to be. Uh, but, yeah. Garrett Cooper's the latest name, but seems like the best available option of anybody not named Joey Votto. And we're going to ask, we're going to talk to the boys from Lockdown Reds coming up here later on in the show. If Joey Votto's got any gas left, what would his work do they think he might wind up? Because he spent, you know, 20 years with the Reds. They know Joey Votto. So we'll get him, we'll get those boys on and talk about that. And not only that, the Reds could be unseating the Brewers in the division. Uh, all that's coming up here on Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. And where are you going to be able to see your Milwaukee Brewers next year? Are we going to be able to turn on cable TV and still see the Brewers? Well, we'll get to those answers coming up next here on Lockdown Brewers. Lockdown Brewers is brought to you in part by Game Time. The Game Time app is the way to go if you want to buy some tickets. I told you I bought Brewers tickets off here, but I also bought some concert tickets. Shannon doesn't know this, but I bought... Night Ranger tickets on game time. We're going here in a couple of weeks in the middle of winter on a Saturday night up to the Dells to see Sentimental Street in the Avenues and Night and, and, and Sister Christian and all that because I bought my tickets on game time. Got a heck of a deal as well. Last bit of tickets, flash deals, zone deals. First of all, download the game time app and see what they have on there. You know, just experiment with it. Download the game time app, create an account. And then when you're ready to buy tickets, use the promo code Locked On L O C K E D Locked On for twenty bucks off your first spot purchase. Not a bad deal. So again, you got to create an account to start somewhere, and use that re redeeming code Locked On for twenty bucks off your purchase. Download the Game Time app. Last bit of tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Sports, basketball, college sports, theater tickets, concert tickets—they're all right there on Game Time. Fast and easy to use. Views from all seats in the venue, easy to find, to buy the tickets, a couple of clicks, you get the last bit of tickets, the flash deals, all that. All the prices showing your total upfront, so you're not going to have any surprises when you get to the end right there. So again, download, download the Game Time app, use the promo code LOCKDOWN, 20 bucks off your first purchase. 
Locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, 20 bucks off your first purchase. Download the Game Time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. This is Chuck Freeman here on Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. We'll come right back after this timeout. Welcome back to Locked On Brewers, part of Locked On Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Hit us up on YouTube, our growing YouTube page. Go to YouTube. Search Locked On Brewers. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell. If you listen to us in the audio, in your car, wherever you are, maybe on one of your devices, well, we're there as well. Search Google, Spotify, Apple, again, on your devices. I'm not going to say the name of the device, but we're on there as well. Begins with an A. I don't want that device going up on right now while we're trying to do this show on a, on a Friday, but still, we're there. And, of course, all you everydayers out there, I know you are. You, you listen to us three times a week during the wintertime. You download us during you know daily during the baseball season. Diehard Brewer fan, just like me. Follow me along on Twitter as well, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. We're always here first with the latest Brewers news. We come here reporting it and talking about it with you here because we're the number one Brewers podcast on the reason because there are great Brewer fans out there. But are we going to be able to watch our favorite local nine on TV? I think there's a worry out there that since the Brewers, Bally Sports is going belly up. They're in bankruptcy court. They carry the Brewers. It has not been a financially good deal for them. And therefore, Diamond Sports, which owns Bally Sports, just received, will receive $100 million, $100 million to broadcast several teams, small market teams, including the Milwaukee Brewers. There's like five. And um, they're taking over. Amazon is taking over. Um, and now we all know with football, Amazon was on the app like this past weekend. Well, that caused a big controversy. People didn't want to go and spend the $7. Now, from what I understand, okay, we're still going to be able to get Brewers baseball on our cable TV package or direct TV package. We're still going to be able to get it there. It would be wrong. God, would it be wrong if we had to fork out an extra $15 a month to watch the Brewers, and I don't know what the fee would be, and go to an app. Not only do I not want to go to the app to watch the game, because I'm still, and, and one day we're all going to be streaming, but I'm not there yet. Okay. Um, and I just, I don't know if technically if we're 100% good with that, because there's still glitches. The internet goes down. There's going to be problems. We have outages. We have tons of area outages all the time in Wisconsin with internet. So it's not been perfected just yet. I've seen the NFL and all of a sudden <sighs> Brock Purdy's back to pass and he's back there for five minutes. Where'd that pass ended up? Well, I don't want to be doing that unless we perfect it, but hopefully with Amazon. Okay. You know, they're been doing things these days more than the delivering babies or delivering, uh, <laughs> delivering baby. Maybe they're, doing, maybe they're in the that too. Delivering baby diapers to people's houses. They're, they're, they're into everything. And now they're in the video and they're getting into, they'll be in the Brewers broadcast. We'll see how that works out. But I'm thinking you better not be taking these games off cable or direct TV or whatever device you get it uh, on your TV set, uh, on every way you go. Um, if you have not uh, cut the cord just yet, you should be able to, through your cord, still be able to watch Brewers baseball. 
Let's not go down that road just yet. Okay. Uh, when we come back, the Cincinnati Reds seem to be the team right now in the NL Central that's making all the moves, getting the headlines. They did get Brent Suter, but they're getting better here in the offseason. They've had a, I think they've had the best offseason of any team in the NL Central. We'll talk to the boys from Locked On Reds coming up here a little bit. We'll tell them how nice of a deal it is that they got Brent Suter, one of our guys, and we'll see what they think of Joey Votto possibly coming to the Brewers and what he's got left in the tank. All that coming up next year on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Thank you, everydayers, for following us along here on Lockdown Brewers. We're the number one Brewers podcast on the internet for a reason, because of you great Brewer fans out there. Follow us along on all the major downloads, Google, Spotify, Apple, wherever you can go. Find us on your favorite Download. We're always on YouTube. Locked on Brewers. Search Locked on Brewers, and we are there. Chuck Freeman on Twitter, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. But if you're thinking about getting into the game, you know, putting a, a couple of bucks here or there on the games, and obviously in the wintertime, here we got the NFL coming up this weekend, the NBA going on, college basketball in full swing. FanDuel is the way to go. FanDuel, America's number one sports book and the official partner of the NFL. Very reputable, and they're there for you. And telling you right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. All you got to do is place this $5 bet, 150 bucks in bonus bets. Same game parlays, bets, live bets, props, halftimes. They're all there on FanDuel. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. Best way to find popular parlays right there. All that. There is such a variety. That's why they're America's number one sportsbook, FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. And you'll get that 150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. And hey, right now is a great time. Winter time, sitting around the house, waiting for baseball season to start and all that and getting outside. And in Wisconsin, it's three degrees outside. We can't do anything but go shovel. Okay, or grab a fish fry. We're watching sports. FanDuel, America's number one. Sportsbook and the official partner of the NFL. This is Chuck Freeman. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. And thank you, everydayers, for joining us here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. I was telling you earlier in the week about a team that is emerging, and I think is the team right now that has the best shot at unseating the Milwaukee Brewers in the NL Central. And you're looking at the hosts for our Lockdown Reds, Jeff Carr and Stephen Offenbaker. Do these guys a tag team champs right now of the NL Central? Because I think they're going to, I, I'm a little worried about them because I think they've had the busiest offseason. They've improved a little bit, much better than they did last offseason. Guys, appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. Now you look at what you guys have done. You have to be excited about it. I mean, you had a it wasn't a great off season, I didn't think last year, but we saw glimpses of what the Reds are capable of doing this past year. And then I like what you've done in the off season so far. Yeah, it's been uh, very interesting because there's been a lot of volume to it. I, I think that there were some folks that coming into this off season, and, and Stephen myself included, that thought the Reds would go get a big fish because they had a lot of room 
in the payroll. And I know, you know, baseball where there's no cap, but the way that the Reds payroll looked a couple of years ago is opposed to what it looked this past year was vastly less. Mm -hmm. So they definitely had a lot of room to work with, but instead of going out and getting one of those big time uh, contracts and long-term deals that was going to be stuck on the books for a while, Nick crawl did this thing where he went out and he got a lot of different guys and none of those contracts bleed into the arbitration years of the young studs like Ellie De La Cruz and Matt McClain. So he, he was able to improve the present without really jeopardizing the future, which I think has always been his goal. The Reds were rumored to be trading for Dylan Cease, for Shane Bieber, for Tyler Glass now before he went to L.A., and they never pulled the trigger on any one of those deals because he didn't want to lose those prospects. And I think he has found a happy medium where he was able to fill in the holes and check the boxes, you know, go out and get the groceries, as it were, mm-hmm. but also not spend too much on them. And Steve, I thought you guys got a little taste of what winning was all about last year. Hung in the race for a little bit, brought up all the, obviously Dela Cruz, and he's going to cause us some problems for years to come. Oh, Ellie De La Cruz is, we haven't even seen him scratch the surface of what he's going to be able to do. What Ellie De La Cruz has done at every stop along the way of his professional journey is he's come to a new level. It's taken him a little bit of a time to adjust and acclimate. And then once he does, look out. He starts hitting 600 foot bombs. He becomes this, this force of, of nature on the diamond that other opposing teams just can't contend with. And I don't think we saw that breakout phase. I know that there was there was a little bit there when he first came up where he was just absolutely electric. But then, you know, major league pitching, major league pitching him. He he <laughs> needs to figure that out a little bit. And I think he spent a lot of time this offseason working on his game. I think he's going to come into 2024 and we're going to see an uptick throughout 2024 and even even then we may not see him reach his ceiling quite yet he is going to be something to watch for just years to come i just think there's an opportunity guys just for somebody in this divisional to take a hold of it i mean you got to catch the cardinals while they're down the cubs haven't had a real busy off season you guys went out and got candelario but yeah the the, the fact remains that you know there's there's an opportunity for somebody in this division yeah, and I, I think the biggest need that the Reds had was just pitching depth. And, you know, we talked about, you know, whether that was a starter or a relief pitcher. Honestly, it was kind of a little bit of both. And Nick Crawl went out and got a little bit of both. I mean, the last couple of seasons, we have said they, uh, they need to improve this bullpen. They need to add to this bullpen. And they never made any moves. And it felt like Nick Crawl was making up for all of those years in one offseason by going out and getting Nick Martinez and, and Emilio Pagan and, and getting Brent Suter. Uh, which he was in Colorado, but I still think of him as a brewer, really. And, I I mean, he's a Cincinnati dude. Like, this signing was so cool on a couple of different levels because he's coming home, playing for the team he's rooted for while he's grown up. But also, he's a really solid left-handed relief pitcher that's going to fit in nicely with Sam Maul in the bullpen. And for once, because I'm pretty sure it's like the last three years, the Reds have only had like one lefty in the bullpen. Now they got two, and they're pretty good two lefties that I think that David Bell is going to be able to call on. And these past few years, it just, it kind of felt like David Bell being the tinkerer of a manager that he likes to be Mm -hmm. has a good decision to make and a bad decision to make. And sometimes he tried to mix it up. Now it feels like on the 26 man roster, he's going to have a good decision and a great decision. And it just kind of is up to him as to how far this team can really go. I firmly believe that the 82 wins they got last year is kind of the floor for this team. I don't know that they can go like, you know, 
95 or anything like that, but I would see them winning between 82 and 90 games for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Without question. And you guys are going to like the Raptor. He, people loved him here. Us in the media loved him. Uh, Love him. Yeah. Well, the Raptor, it was a great, it was a great signing Chuck, because I would tell you, I have been banging the drum for two lefties in this bullpen since <laughs> the end of last season. And uh, I was, I was just, over the top excited when this signing was announced because yeah. you know, like Jeff says, we went into last season with Alex young being the only left-handed arm down in that bullpen. And listen, that's not a knock on Alex young. He performed well for a long time, but being the only lefty David bell ran him into the ground. That's really what happened. He ended up injured and he never was quite the same once he came Done back. By July. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. having Suter in this bullpen is, is a big upgrade. The, the entire bullpen has been upgraded upgraded we picked three areas chuck where we thought the reds had to address starting pitching relief pitching and something in the outfield they went and did two of the three they didn't really make the outfield move i wanted them to make but the rotation has so much depth the bullpen has depth where there's going to be a great a great bullpen down in triple a because all of the guys aren't going to be able to make this roster so i'm really excited heading into the season Always got to keep an eye on the enemy. I, I, I check on you guys, and I, I listen to your podcast. I watch it and all that, and you guys are doing a great job. Now, as you look at the Milwaukee Brewers, guys, what do you see? Because I, I see, unfortunately, I see a little fallback. It, the, the offseason is not real. Not let let real me jump in. Yeah. Let me jump in, Jeff, because I, I want to f- answer the question with a question, because yeah. the biggest point of discussion when Jeff and I talk about the Milwaukee Brewers is, are the Milwaukee Brewers going to be serious for the whole year? Or is there a, a total teardown coming? And the you know trying to look at the tea leaves, we feel like the Brewers are kind of primed for at least a miniature re- rebuild, and there could be a teardown coming this year. I feel like we're always doing a rebuild with the Milwaukee Brewers when we never we've never won anything. Like we're always talking about rebuilding in this city. Yet you know you think of a rebuild as like if you win a championship or something. You know, we spent 27 hours in the playoffs last year and, and done it. And, and yeah, to, <laughs> to a certain extent, we're, we're, we are rebuilding. But I, I think, though, you have to rebuild and you got to stay competitive. We got some young guys. Now, I, I do feel, though, at the trading deadline, if the Brewers are not in it, then you're going to see a trade of Corbin Burns if he's, if he's on this team and Adamus and guys like that. That's what makes me wonder a little bit is because I feel like the Reds did this a few years ago where it was like, well, we're not going to really rebuild because maybe we play really well in the first half of the season and then we can do something with that. But I, I feel like if the Brewers don't get out to that hot start, that could definitely be the case. And I, I never thought necessarily this offseason that they trade Corbin Reyes because, you know, you heard those rumors about you know, the Dodgers are interested in Gordon Burns and Willie Adamas. Well, let's also dispel those rumors because if you're a player in Major League Baseball and you have a decent career behind you a little bit, the Dodgers are interested in you because they're paying for everybody. But I I think that the the Brewers are probably going to play this a little bit conservatively on that part. But having lost some of the guys that they've lost and Christian Yelich, I mean, he had a really good year last year, but is he going to keep doing that? Is he starting to enter, you know, the Ryan Braun part of his career where it's like, is he kind of on the downside? He's going to have a couple of games, you know, a week or so in between where he's just really, really good. What What's he going to look like in between all of that? I, I'm very interested to see how the first part of this Brewer season goes, because you're right. I mean, it could be trade deadline. It could be even before that, that they're yeah. like, all right, let's start wheeling dealing here because they got Jackson Churio coming up and we know that he's going to be good. He is going to be good. And there's a possibility of adding Joey Votto. I want to ask both you guys. You guys have dealt with him for a number of years. And 
Uh, I know he's beloved in Cincinnati, but he's a free agent now. And, you know, maybe the Brewers do have a hole at first base. Love to have him here. I don't care if he only played in 90 some odd games last year and his numbers were down. He batted 206. I put it, I feel like every time I turn on the TV set, the guy's getting a base hit up the middle. So I take him on my team right now, considering they don't have anybody at first base. Where do you think Joey is at at this point? I'm Steve. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm still thinking it's going to end up being Toronto. It's going to be like a almost spring training time signing. Um, I, I, I keep hearing these different teams like San Diego or San Francisco or Milwaukee, or even heard Washington, but I, I just think at the end of the day, I I want him to go to a team that he can make the playoffs on if it's not going to be the Reds. And I, I just think there's a story, you know, the narrative and the story behind him going back to Toronto sort of makes sense in my mind. Yeah, I, I agree that he's going to be looking for his best opportunity to chase a ring. That's what playing one more year in a different city is going to be about for him. Uh, for me, it's a it's a tremendous loss, him leaving Cincinnati. We've talked a lot about career Reds lately on our show, Chuck, and him playing in another uniform is going to hurt a little bit. Him playing in the National League Central for another team would be soul-crushing, and him yeah. being a Brewer and having to watch him do that thing the Brewers do to the Reds every time <laughs> they play, having to watch him do that to the Reds will just wound me in a way that – baseball has never done before all that being said i agree with jeff i think toronto is probably the best fit both from a pr standpoint and a ring chasing standpoint of the rumor teams uh, i'm not sure there's any truth to the rumors about san francisco and san diego although joey Votto does maintain a home in the los angeles area so i could see san diego being a fit for reasons along those lines uh, i have a hard time seeing him winding up on another team in the national league central when i think his biggest goal is to win a championship is he a platoon guy at this point first base dh something that to that matter right there yeah, with him yeah I, I think that's a i think that's a fair assessment uh his ability to to really get around on the lefties while he can do it at times he still was getting those hot streaks he still had those streaky moments where you know you we learned a long time ago chuck you never doubt joseph daniel Votto, oh, and yeah. he would still have those moments but you can start to see that the bat speed wasn't quite there against the lefties and i, I think platoon platoon situation playing against right-handed pitching dh more than first base probably um that's how i would rate him yeah when i saw that 206 batting average the way I, I got that wrong it's like 602 because i feel like the guy's always he was always getting a hit last year even though he comes up you see him reds more than i but man that was a loud 206 that he finished up with i thought and it was a lot of slugging i mean there, he hit a, a lot more extra base hits as opposed to the number of hits that he had total yeah. and i think that's where everybody sort of misunderstands his year last year like the average was down for sure but i still think the power was there for him as, as he was figuring out the new you know the new shoulder and the new arm and all that stuff having it all completely healed and 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 repaired from what it sounded like he dealt with for about three or four years and the fact that it was completely ready to go um i just i wonder a little bit about what he's got left in the tank and i will never doubt joey Votto. i i know that but there's so many teams that I look at and I'm just like, how does he fit into this team? Is he going to play every day? Is he going to be a platoon guy? And it just kind of feels like it's, it's a lot of platooning and you really got to, I, mean, I think Toronto works because they lost Brandon Delt, but at the end of the day, that's where you, that's where you're looking at is who has vacancies at first base. And I know Milwaukee has one, sure. which it, it, yeah, it would win me. Somebody did, you know, there was a Photoshop expert that did a, a Cubs, 
uh, uniform for Joey Votto, and I was like, oh, I saw oh please no. <laughs> no, no. But Milwaukee, probably I feel about the same way. <laughs> That's why I'm glad the Raptor. If it, I, I didn't want to see him back in the division, but if he was going to wind up with anybody, you know, you guys ahead of the Cubs, and I know he almost chose the Cubs, but I mean, he's like you said, he can't pass up 15 minutes from his house, guys. If we can't win the division, the Brewers can't win it. I'm I'm a small market guy. We I don't want to see the Cubs. I don't want to see the Cardinals, the Pirates. I hated them growing up as a kid because they were always good. Uh, I hope it's you. The Pirates guys. don't want to see the Pirates win the division. They're, they're, <laughs> that's that's right. what they're telling us. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, guys, thanks for taking some time out today. Appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks. Jeff Carr, Stephen Offenbaker from Lockdown Reds, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. This is Chuck Freeman. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow.